yesterday in Rome, Pope Francis called together a special meeting, and he gave his reasons why there's going to be a special year coming up, a holy, holy year, a jubilee year of mercy. It's going to be beginning on uh, December 8th of this year and go for about a, about a year. And the basic reason for this holy year was that he wanted the church to refocus on, on mercy, to remind us and the world that the church is not a, a fortress that keeps people out, but is a house of mercy, draws all people to, to the church to receive the Lord's love, his forgiveness. And so there's going to be more to come on that, but um, there's going to be a lot of grace available. Now, why did the Pope choose... Um, Yesterday, actually last night, he, he did that in Rome. Vespers, uh, the vigil for today, which is Divine Mercy Sunday. Remember, um, Jesus appeared to a young Polish nun, Faustina, Sister Faustina, back in 1930s. And he gave this message of mercy for the whole world. And this message of mercy spread out all across the whole world. The order I belong to, the Marians, we have the National Shrine Divine Mercy. Um, and, and we help to promote this message as well. Pope John Paul II, this message was very close to his heart. And he, in fact, died on the, on the vigil of Divine Mercy Sunday. And then he was beatified and canonized on Divine Mercy Sunday. And so, you know, he's interceding for us at this time. Now, what did the Lord, the basic gist of the message of, of mercy? When the Lord appeared to Faustina, now St. Faustina, he said... Basically, people talk about my justice, and, and that's correct. I am just. And the priests preach about my justice. But they need to preach more about my mercy. And so, as for the priests, but it's for all of us, too, to spread that message of mercy. And he said that this day, the Sunday after, after Easter, which in, back in the year 2000, Pope John Paul II uh, institute this as Divine Mercy Sunday, Jesus said to Faustina, this day the floodgates of his mercy are open on this day. He wants to bestow mercy upon us. And he just wants us to have one condition, to be open to his mercy, to, to repent of our sin, to know that we need his mercy, and then trust in his mercy. And if you receive communion on this day, to receive special graces, if we can't receive communion, at least spiritual communion, grace are available for everybody today. All we have to do is trust. Now, why did Jesus appear to this um, young Polish nun about 1,900 years after he died and rose? We have all that we need in the scripture, right? So why would he appear again in this way? Well, because a lot of times we forget. We forget, and, and we need to be reminded, what is the Lord doing now, today? That's the, to the uh, topic of our message series. The Lord is risen. Now what? Now what do we do? How does this affect my life today? Go back to the uh, gospel. The apostles were locked in the upper room because of their fear, their fear that they were going to be found out. And then Jesus appears to them. And what was his first words to them? Is it, where were you guys? I needed you. How come you ran away? 
He didn't say that. He didn't yell at them. His first words were, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Basically saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. Accept my peace. And how much peace that must, that must have brought to them, right? Because they were fearful of being persecuted, but they're also fearful when Jesus appeared before them. What's going to happen now? We knew we, we messed up. We ran away. He was counting on us. He asked us to pray for him. Everybody ran away, even John. John eventually came back, and he was at the foot of the cross. They all ran away. But Jesus says, peace be with you. And then what does he say? He says, as the Father sent me, so I send you. I'm not saying just because you messed up that I can't use you now, that you can't be my disciples, that because you're not perfect, you can't speak about this message. No, he says, I, I know your, your sins. I know your faults. I still call you. I want you to go out. And then he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. Whose sins you retain are retained. We believe that's the beginning of the sacrament of reconciliation, of confession. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. Whose sins you retain are retained. But I, I think that's also for us too. Because when, when we forgive others, there's healing there, there's mercy. When we don't forgive others, there's still a block there. They can be forgiven of their sin if, if they repent, but it, they, we still have that resentment in our hearts and our minds. We need to, to be released ourselves and to release them to God's mercy. So it was locked that first day, that Easter. And if you notice, the next week, when he came again, I want to focus on this. It said, Jesus came again one week later, Divine Mercy Sunday. But the doors were locked again. The doors were still locked. Now, how come the doors were still locked? Jesus already appeared to them uh, on Easter. They knew that he was alive. And they were joyful. But the doors were still locked. Why? Because they're still fearful. They still totally trust in this, in this message. What are those things in our life that those fears that's causing us to stay behind locked doors, so to speak, spiritually, in our heart, in our mind. What are those fears? Is it fear of death? Is it a fear of loss of a loved one? Is it fear of illness? Fear of a job loss or our financial situation? Maybe we're struggling in our marriage. Fear of how that's going to go. Maybe, you know, for the young people, fear of what's happening in school or your relationships. Or for all of us, you know, fear of what if they find out from the past, what I've done. What if they find out what I'm doing now? Fear of being found out. Do we have a fear of confession? Do we not go to confession because we fear actually confessing our sins to a priest? What's he going to think of me? And we allow that fear to keep us behind those, those locked doors. Maybe we're saying, okay, but Father, I, I just want to stay in this place. I'm comfortable here because I've learned how to survive here. All right? I've been hurt a lot. I've been hurt by others. I made my own mistakes. And I'm in a good place right now behind these locked doors. I know they're locked, but this is what I've done to survive. And this is what I need to do to survive. 
But Lord doesn't call us just to survive. He calls us to thrive. Not just to survive, but to thrive. And how are we going to thrive? By accepting his mercy, by accepting his healing and forgiveness, and by believing in it. We need his mercy. Because we know that by our sins, our sins cause a ripple effect. Right? Even when we're forgiven of that sin. Just like when there's a fire, you put it out, there's still some residue from that fire. There still can be some ripples going out from our actions or from our words. And we can't do anything to control that now. It's just going out there. Just like in this font, I, I baptized five people on an Easter vigil, beautiful occasion, and we baptized the deacon and the priest. We baptized babies right over this font here. If I dip my water, if, if, my, if I dip my hand into this water, when I touch the water, there's a ripple. There's a ripple that goes out. There's a ripple of grace that goes out by our baptism, by, our, by the good things that we do. There's also a ripple that goes out because of our sins. But when we accept God's mercy, God's healing, there's a wave that comes of mercy from, from that. And that wave overcomes that ripple of our sins. But in order for this wave to begin, we have to accept his mercy. We have to accept his forgiveness. Then only then can the wave overcome those ripples that we put out in our life. Jesus appeared to St. Faustina. He wanted this image um, to be painted. If you can't see this, you see it on the, on the screen. And at the bottom of the image, it says, Jesus, I trust in you. He wanted that to be put there, to come from our hearts. Jesus, I trust in you. From his heart came blood and water. His heart was pierced for you and for me so we can receive his mercy, his forgiveness. Can you accept his mercy this morning? Don't be afraid to accept his mercy. Go to confession. If having confession, um, especially this Lent, or especially in years, if it's been years, what are you waiting for? Don't be afraid. Jesus is waiting for you in that great sacrament of mercy. Don't be, high, don't be behind those locked doors in your life. Allow the Lord to come in. Allow the Lord to come into your heart. So let's just say this phrase three times together. Let's say this from a heart. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. St. Faustina, pray for us. St. John Paul II, pray for us.